Hello and welcome to the Battle Cry podcast with Mark Meckler. Catch the original live broadcast Sunday nights at 8pm Eastern. Go to conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's the Battle Cry with Mark Meckler. Good evening everyone, Mark Meckler here with the Sunday Night Battle Cry. And uh, man, it is a week four battle, that's for sure. I want to start off uh, on a somber note, which is obviously September 11th, 2001. We had one of the greatest tragedies in American history. I don't know if you remember where you were. Probably you do if you're old enough to remember it. I was at home. I was working from home at the time. I remember watching it on the big screen TV in our living room and just being stunned. I'm sure you know you all have this experience of absolute just the wind getting sucked out of your lungs, your heart sinking to your feet, watching what was going on. One of the things that happened to me in that moment is I remember looking at that television, thinking of my kids who were still, I think, asleep at that point, and thinking about them. My daughter was two, my son was five, and thinking, the world just changed. They're not going to grow up in the world that I knew. Everything is different now. We'd never had a major attack like this on American soil. Everything changed from that moment forward. Uh, Obviously, a horrific tragedy We need to remember those who lost their lives. Remember the first responders who rushed into that building, into those infernos and lost their lives. And then we need to think about what happened over the ensuing 20 years. All the men and women that went to fight overseas so that we didn't have that happen here again. I think it's incredible, nothing short of a miracle that for 20 years, we haven't had that happen again. Really amazing. And we have the men and women of our military to thank for that. And also intelligence services and whoever else it took to make that happen so that we had this 20-year period of relative safety. And I would argue that that 20-year period has now been ended by Joe Biden, our dictator, their commissar, Air Biden, whatever you want to call him. It has now been ended for a photo op. He chose to pull out of Afghanistan so that he could have a September 11th photo op. That was his reason for pulling out when he pulled out, and he didn't get the photo op. The only photo op are photos of people falling from airplanes, photos of the gates being overcome by people trying to throw babies over razor wire, photos of the carnage. And the photos that are all that are left for the memories of those who lost their lives there at Kabul airport because Joe Biden wanted a photo op. And here we are 20 years later, and instead of being safer, the vast majority of Americans, according to polling, say things are more dangerous now. The world is a more dangerous place now because of Joe Biden and the way that he pulled out of Afghanistan, leaving $83 billion worth of American military equipment behind, surrendering, tucking tail, burying his head in the sand, whimpering like a puppy as we pulled out in the stupidest way possible. That will be, it is Joe Biden's major legacy. Oh, he's trying to make other legacies. He's trying to ram other things down our throat. But Afghanistan will always be his great shame. He will own that, and that is what his presidency will most likely be remembered for. September 11th, 2001, that's something we should never forget. I don't think we play the film enough on television. I don't think the kids see it enough in school. This should be a major event. It's not really taught in most of the schools. It should be. If I were president, if you were president, if any of us were president or president of the local school board, that film would be shown in the schools. And we would talk about who did it. 
and why they did it. And the fact that we chased them to the ends of the earth to eliminate them, to kill them, to destroy their ideology. The ideology of radical Islam. We need to say it out loud. We need to speak the name of evil when we see it. And Joe Biden and his ilk for too long have refused to do that. Joe Biden, if you listen to him talk about the Taliban, if you listen to his administration talk about the Taliban, they actually are more gentle on the Taliban than they are in you and me. That's right. Folks like us who are opposed to the policies of the Biden administration, we're the terrorists, right? We're domestic terrorists, right? We're the radical right. Those of us who refuse to take the vaccine, I, I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just not going to do it if you force me. We're the totalitarians. In fact, I'm so pissed off about this. If you thought I was going to roll over and go quietly, if you thought that maybe I would be beat down by this stuff, man, you don't know me. I'm pissed. We're pissed off. And we actually have a new shirt for this. And I think you should get this shirt whether you've been vaccinated or not. Nobody can force you to vaccinate. This shirt, it's based on the Texas Come and Take It, uh, the, yeah, the cannon from Gonzalez. Uh, you can see producer G's putting up there. It's got a hypodermic needle. It's got that lone star. It says, come and make me. And that's my attitude about this. Come and make me. Producer G's going to put the link there. You can go to conventionofstates.com forward slash store. You notice I'm wearing my Defiant shirt. By the way, that shirt, man, we turned that around in one day. It's a pre-order. I think they'll ship September 28th. Uh, it's about as fast as we can get them to ship. They're being made right now. You can see I don't even have one, but I am wearing my Defiant shirt. You can get your Defiant shirt. You can get your I Will Not Comply shirt. You can get your Hell No Joe hat or shirt. And I think these are things are important. And I don't want you to think I'm just pitching you on this stuff. Where I'm at, where we're at in American history is the right way, the only way, the way we're going to save the Republic now is civil disobedience. And so I am. I'm calling for that. If they're going to try to put a mandate on you, then you say no. If they're going to try and make you have a shot so you do your job, you say no. I just saw 35 medical professionals quit a hospital in upstate New York. That hospital had to shut down their maternity ward. They're not delivering babies anymore. Medical professionals, right? Follow the science. Listen to the experts. Medical professionals quit over the vaccine mandate. This is starting to happen all over the country. And we're going to have to go big on civil disobedience. We're going to have to be defiant. We're going to have to say, hell no, Joe. We're going to have to say, I will not comply with the will of tyrants. We're going to have to say, come and make me. Because we're not going to do it because we're Americans. And when our president goes full totalitarian, when he becomes a dictator, we have to resist. We have no choice. If we want to save our country, we have to resist. This idea of this vaccine mandate, I just want to be really clear about this. It is completely, totally, unabashedly, absolutely unconstitutional. They have no authority to do this. These kinds of health edicts, the states have a lot more authority to do them under what's called the police power. The federal government doesn't have general police power. The states have a general police power. You're going to hear him uh, quote the Jacobs case, an old case about uh, a, a fine that you had to pay if you didn't get a vaccine. It was a state case. It was about a state that was imposing it. States have a lot more leeway than the federal government. The federal government has no leeway. I think this is OSHA completely out of control. I actually think OSHA is unconstitutional. And I think this could be very interesting as this develops legally. There are five members of the Supreme Court that are really solid on their distaste for the administrative state. 
So as this makes its way to the Supreme Court, and I think it's going to happen fairly quickly, I think this is going to get shot down. I think they know it's going to get shot down, but I also think they know that they're scaring companies into mandating the vaccine. But I'm going to tell you this. We have a bunch of donors that own companies that are more than 100 employees. I'm getting calls from them. I'm getting emails from them. And they're saying, hell no, Joe. They're saying, we're going to defy. We're not going along with this. Who do we talk to? Is, the lawyer, is there a lawyer we can talk to? If you have a company with more than 100 employees and you're interested in talking to a lawyer, I've got a lawyer for you. It's the lawyer that our organization uses. He's a really good lawyer. You can write to me at mmeckler at cosaction.com. And I'll talk to you and we'll see if we can hook you up with a lawyer. We're also going to look at doing conference calls with owners and CEOs of companies of more than 100 employees. We're going to get together and we're going to, in, a, in unity, in lockstep, with our arms linked, we are going to defy Biden. I don't know if you saw Daily Wire. I hope you did. Jeremy Boring, friend of ours, good guy, says they are not complying. They have closer to 200 employees now. They're not going to comply. They're going to defy. And that's what we have to do. It's insane what they're doing. They're doing it just to scare you into taking the vaccine. I don't know if you listened to Joe Biden's speech, but if you didn't, you you should. I mean, it was crazy. It was aggressive. It was mean. It was trying to turn one American against another. And it was completely bizarre and logically inconsistent. Now, I know that he has dementia. He doesn't think clearly, but somebody else wrote the speech for him and he just read it. Producer G has some clips here because he says the vaccine makes you safe. And then he says you're in grave danger from people who didn't get the vaccine if you got the vaccine. So, Producer G, do you have those clips for us? That the vaccines provide very strong protection from severe illness from COVID-19. I know there's a lot of confusion and misinformation. But the world's leading scientists confirm that if you are fully vaccinated, your risk of severe illness from COVID-19 is very low. But what makes it incredibly more frustrating is we have the tools to combat COVID-19 and a distinct minority of Americans, supported by a distinct minority of elected officials, are keeping us from turning the corner. We cannot allow these actions to stand in the way of protecting the large majority of Americans who have done their part. I want to get back to life as normal. Get Yeah, there he goes. Just walk off, take no questions. You know why he doesn't take any questions? Because he's basically brain dead. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to be facetious. He can read a script, but he can't handle any questions. Now, one question. This is like the famous image from Joe Biden's presidency is going to be his back. That'll be his presidential portrait. Him walking away from the podium, we're seeing the back of his old head with his mushy cantaloupe brain inside that head. You know when you get a cantaloupe and it's like kind of mushy and mealy? That's Joe Biden's brain. That's where we're at right now. He doesn't even know that what he's saying doesn't make any sense. And that weird like, get vaccinated. What? That's like something out of a horror movie. That's something if I heard that like in my room late at night, I'd be terrified. I'd reach for my gun, right? Get vaccinated. I wouldn't have nightmares about that. Maybe that's what he's trying to do to the nation. He's a crazy old man and somebody's telling him to do this stuff. And he's saying two things at once. He's saying the vaccine works. And if you take the vaccine, you're safe from the disease. He says that unequivocally, the science supports it. And, and by the way, the numbers, again, I'm not 
pro-vax. I'm not anti-vax. If you want to take the vax, go take the vax. I'm fine with that. I don't think I need it. I've done my analysis. I've talked to my health professionals. I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm taking a bunch of supplements. I take zinc and D and C and a bunch of other stuff to keep my immune system and heightened awareness, but I'm not taking the vax. But he says the vax is perfectly safe. And for those who have taken it, you're no longer at risk. And then literally just seconds later, he says he's very frustrated with people like me who haven't taken the vaccine because I'm putting the vaccinated at risk. What in God's name is he talking? What the hell? Which one is it? If you think the vaccine is so good and you believe the vaccine is so effective, and by the way, the numbers show that it's pretty damn good. Even for people that have breakthrough infections, they generally don't end up in the hospital and they don't end up dying. I don't know what the long-term effects are, but that's what we see in the short term. And so if it's that good, then why the hell are they worried about people who aren't vaccinated? Why are they frustrated by people like me and some of you who chose not to be vaccinated? You know, we showed you that shirt, the come and make me shirt. I think that's really important whether you're vaccinated or not. And here's another thing that he won't even talk about and none of them will talk about is natural immunity. The science shows that natural immunity is stronger and many, 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 many millions of Americans have natural immunity right now. The latest blood donation survey shows that something like 85% of Americans have either have vaccinated immunity or natural immunity from being exposed. And so this is even weirder. They want to force you to inject your body with a, I still think, an experimental substance. There's no longitudinal study. I know there are other studies of like vaccines that are longitudinal, but not of this vaccine. And they want you to inject that in your body, even if you've already had COVID, even if you have the antibodies, even if you have the T cells. In other words, you absolutely don't need it. No exception for you. And at penalty of losing your job, they want you to be fired. If you're a federal worker, you're going to be fired if you won't do this. A lot of companies are going to impose this on you. And if you don't do this, you're going to be fired even if you have natural immunity. This is nothing short of a totalitarian dictatorship. This is medical experimentation on a mass scale never before seen in human history. And you're the subject, and I'm the subject. And they want us to voluntarily commit to doing this, to accept this, to have a foreign substance injected in our bodies, even when they would acknowledge that we don't need it. You know what I say? I'm not doing it. Hell no. Hell no. And whatever it takes to not do it, civil disobedience. Like you're going to have to come and make me if you want me to take one of those jobs. You're going to come and have to come to my house and you're going to have to deal with me, right? It's not going to be pretty. You think you can take me to jail and jab me? Like, what are you going to do? Some of you, that's a lot harder. They're going to threaten your job. I think you organize, you should start organizing now, just like those hospital workers in New York, in upstate New York, organize at your workplace. Get 30, 50, 100, 500 people who say, hell no. Get everybody to wear the come and make me shirts or the defiant shirts. Hell no, we're not gonna do it. It's not constitutional, it's not rational, it's not reasonable. It's not something that we should give up. Don't give up your bodily autonomy to the government. Man, and then you listen to Kamala Harris, five minutes apart from Joe Biden saying that it's his right to tell you what to put in your body. Kamala Harris says, 
It's nobody's right to tell a woman what to do with her body. They're not even separating those by five days or five months or a month. Literally the same day. It's up to a woman. It's a woman's choice. It's a woman's body. It's our bodies. What we do with our bodies is up to us. Unless we want to inject a foreign substance into your body, and then it's up to the president and the vice president, our totalitarian dictators. Well, I'm not taking it, and you shouldn't take it. And you got to have this attitude. You got to be defiant. You got to be in the fight. You got to be in the war. And today, being in the war means civil disobedience. It's not constitutional. It's not rational. It's not reasonable. And I'm not going to do it, and you shouldn't either. All right. So, enough ranting about Joe Biden and his insanity. Uh, let's not forget Afghanistan. I think this is really important. Part of the reason I believe they're doing this is he's having such a bad time in the polling on Afghanistan. By the way, even Democrats, it's basically 35-35 on whether it made us safer or less safe to pull out of Afghanistan. Two Full two-thirds of Democrats think he did it improperly. So Afghanistan is horrible for Joe Biden, and I believe he wants this controversy to distract from Afghanistan. Let's remember there are still Americans trapped in trapped in Afghanistan. I'm originally from California near Sacramento. There's still 35 Sacramento school kids trapped in Afghanistan who they can't get out. There's still Christians who want to leave trapped in Afghanistan who can't get out. There's still American citizens trapped in Afghanistan Afghanistan who can't get out. And you listen to our government, you listen to Blinken and these idiots refer to the Taliban as like wanting to join the world community. Maybe they want to sit down and have tea with the Afghanistan, right? I smoke a hookah with the, Af with the Taliban. I don't know what they want, what this administration thinks they're going to get out of it, but they're not going to get anything except for terrorism. These are not people interested in joining the modern world. You should not take your mind and your eyes off Afghanistan. We cannot let the American people forget about that because what Joe Biden did in Afghanistan is unforgivable. Mark Meckler is fighting every day to call the first ever Article 5 Convention of States to drain the swamp once and for all. Join Mark and millions of other Americans by signing the official petition at conventionofstates.com slash pod. And now back to the show. I'm getting a lot of questions about what's going on in North Carolina. As you guys know, in North Carolina, we passed the House of Representatives, did a great job. It was really good. The Senate told us to go there first and then they would get it done. And now it's like they're dragging their feet. I don't know what the hell is wrong with these people. You know, when when people tell me they're not sure about doing convention of states, they're legislators nowadays, and they're not they're not sure about whether they should call a convention of states, and they're scared of a runaway convention. I have a lot of arguments, right? I got all the books, I've done all the reading, I'm an expert on this subject. I know what what is the most convincing argument today. When somebody looks me in the eye, and they're a legislator, and they say that they are more scared of calling a convention of states than they are of Washington, D.C. This is my best argument. What? What? Well, what the hell is wrong with you? Do you own a television? Maybe you don't own a television. Do you, the inter, internet, you've heard of that, right? The internet, you have a keyboard and a monitor, and you, you can look at the news. Are you watching any of that? Because these people who are opposed to calling a convention of states now, what the hell is wrong with them? A lot of these people told me several years ago, well, if Hillary becomes president, then I'd probably be on your side. And those who still aren't, like, 
Joe Biden, Hillary, frankly, Joe Biden's way worse. What Joe Biden is doing is the worst things I've ever seen a president of the United States do. The worst president. He surpassed Obama like that. It's unbelievable how fast. Not even one year in, he goes down as the worst president in American history. It's absolutely unbelievable what's going on. The worst president in American history. And what you got to do is defy him. You've got to be defiant. You've got to say, hell no, Joe. You've got to wear your come and make me t-shirt. And I know it's going to piss people out there, out in the public. It's going to piss people off. Good. Good. You know, the left in this country have become totalitarian. I've got a new poll coming out on this vaccine mandate. It's going to blow your mind. It'll come out tomorrow. I can't give out the details, but I will tease it and tell you this. You are going to be blown away by the number of Democrats who believe that they can force you to take a shot. Yeah, for real. Your neighbors, your friends who are Democrats, they're little totalitarian dictators. They're little fascists. They believe they can tell you what to do. And by the way, these are the same people who don't believe that you can tell a woman that it's wrong to kill another human being, to kill a baby. They don't believe you can do that, but they can tell you that you have to take a vaccine. And it's just absolutely unbelievable, the, the hypocrisy. It's just ridiculous. So you have to be defiant. Uh, Garrett, I want to make sure, uh, Producer G, that you could put up that uh, T-shirt one more time so folks can see the T-shirt, the Come and Make Me T-shirt. I love this design, by the way. I think it's really cool. I'm getting them as soon as I can. As soon as I get mine, I'll, I'll wear it here and show you. It's pre-order now. We're selling fast. We've sold hundreds of them already. I mean, literally, we just announced it on a limited basis yesterday. Hundreds are blowing out. It's going to keep going fast. All right, I'm going to go to some Q&A. So uh, producer G's got the Q&A up for me here. Got to look at a different screen here. Give me one second. All right. Deb Lebo says these medical professionals were on the front lines and now they want to fire them. How bizarre is that? Yeah, right. I mean, aren't I thought the medical professionals were the heroes. Isn't that what they told us? These are the heroes and we have to listen to them and we have to revere them and they're the experts. Well, now the experts are revolting against being forced to take the vaccine. Don't you think they have a pretty good idea of whether they should take the vaccine or not? Yeah. The left won't talk about those people, of course. Uh, Susie Hardy says, why are they pushing the jab so bad? Look, I think they're pushing it, Susie, as a political measure. In other words, what tyrants always do, and I don't use the term tyrant lightly. And when I say tyrant, I mean fascist, I mean dictator, I mean totalitarians. They have to divide the population. Joe Biden is a complete and utter failure by every measure. He's a mental midget. He's literally got diminished mental capacity. The economy is doing really terribly. The last jobs report, they missed the jobs number by two thirds, literally. They said something like 750,000 and it was like 250,000, something like that, right? Really terrible jobs report. Inflation is through the roof. And by the way, they're saying inflation isn't bad as long as you don't count everything you have to buy. Fuel, poultry, pork, beef, then inflation is not so bad. You know, your rent's up, your fuel prices are up, your grocery. So he's destroying the economy, right? He's he said that he was going to stop COVID. Remember this? A hundred days, he had to wear a mask at the beginning of his administration. He was going to wipe out COVID. Yeah, that's not happening. You know why? Because you can't wipe out COVID because it'll never go away. So he's failed on COVID. He's failed on the economy. He's failed on Afghanistan. He's failing mentally. 
And so now what he's doing is he's going to divide us. See, because anytime you have a totalitarian dictator, he needs some of the population on side, about 50%, and he needs a scapegoat. And you're the scapegoat. And I'm the scapegoat. And he needs to turn your neighbors against you and your friends against you and church members against you. He needs to turn one state against another. He needs to divide the nation. And the more the nation is divided, the more they will allow the tyrant to rise. And when I say he's a tyrant, it's everybody around him. And if your neighbors support that, then they're little tyrants. They're the brown shirts. They're just like the Nazi brown shirts. They're like the Red Brigade in China. The shame, mal shame sessions, right? That's what this is like. And they're going to come shame you for not getting the shot and shame you for whatever else madness they believe that you refuse to buy into. So I think he's doing it to divide the nation. Uh, let's see. Jerry Lochner says, how many states have joined the convention of states? Uh, Jerry, it's 15 states on board. South Carolina and uh, North Carolina and Wisconsin all getting close. So we're getting close to the halfway mark. Edna Kruger says, are illegal immigrants vaccinated before entering the country? Now, that's rich, isn't it, Edna? They're not. They're not vaccinated. They're not even tested. So you got to get vaccinated. You got to be tested, but not the illegal immigrants. Yeah, I love that. Let's see, that's another failure, right, of the Biden administration. The border is a complete and utter failure. It still is, by the way. It's still open. We're not paying attention to it because Afghanistan and because of forced vaccination. It's like just one rolling crisis after another. Bill Scott says, how does the administration justify the Postal Service being exempt from the jab? Well, it's not only the Postal Service. It's also, by the way, Congress and congressional staffers. And why? Because they have magic COVID protection. You know what the magic protection is? They're members of a federal employees union. That's their magic protection. Didn't you know if you belong to a federal employees union, you're magically protected from COVID? And didn't you know if you belong to Congress, you're part of the priestly class or the kings and the queens, you don't have to follow the same laws as the rest of us. And so, look, I'm going to close where I began, which is to tell you civil disobedience is the way. You must be defiant. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. You must be defiant. You must say, hell no, Joe, I'm not doing it, right? You have to say those things. You need the new shirt. Come and make me shirt. Producer G, show that up one more time. We need the come and make me shirt because your attitude should be, by the way, if you've had the vaccination, God bless you. I think it's fine. I'm not criticizing. I want to be really clear. <clears throat> I know a lot of people that have been vaxxed. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You make that decision between you and your medical professional. That's cool. No judgment on my part. You should still have that shirt. Because our attitude should be, hey, I did that voluntarily. You can't make me. Because by the way, they're going to make you take a booster too. That's what's coming next. So they're going to tell you, you have to get the booster shot. Well, what if you don't want it? What if you don't think you need it? You know how much science there is behind those booster shots? Zero. None. You know, two of the top people at the uh, FDA quit over this because they said they were going to want people taking the boosters before anybody there was any science that said we should take the boosters, they're going to try and force you. So whether you've been vaxxed or not, you need that shirt. Come and make me. You need to be defiant. And the theme for this week is civil disobedience. Be safe. Be secure. Be nonviolent. Be reasonable. Be rational. But be disobedient. God bless you guys. Be in the fight. We'll see you next week on the Battle Cry. 
This has been the podcast version of the Battle Cry with Convention of States Action President Mark Meckler. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod and become part of the solution that's as big as the problem. Thank you for listening.